to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast. Part of the team loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, he's got great hair, he's Master Blywalker, it's Luke Bly, how are you sir? Oi oi, Savaloi, hello Matt Hudson, hello Star Wars Session Sickheads, how are we on this mental week? Are we good? You good mate? Uh, yeah, I'm living the dream, mate. It's been a it's been a busy time, busy couple of few days here. But what is better to start off a new a new week, a new episode than hearing your voice and then talking about some Star Wars? I am looking forward to talking about tonight's topics, as I always am. But I feel like tonight we're going to be able to, you know, pull a Luke in the Last Jedi. You know, we, we've been blown up by some gorilla walkers, but we're going to walk out of the smoke, dust ourselves down. And we're going to talk some Star Wars and get on with it. I am living the dream, my friend. How are you? So this week, how have you been blown up, Matty boy? <laughs> yes, he's got the R two mug. He's got the R two mug. I got I my R two E. Well, I mean, I, I I I've seen you within the last seven days, so of course that's immediately made everything better, mate. Ah, uh, you know, I was so I was the massive gorilla walker shooting at you, <laughs> and you were like, "Yes, oh, you I've are my gorilla away. walker." I've got to get away. He's <laughs> too much. He's too much. Uh, yeah. Well, we saw each other only the other day, didn't we? Which was good fun. Um, yeah, big shout out to Stuart House because at the end of oh. last year, our boy got us a Greg's gift card for twenty five pounds. 25 quid. If only you guys could see what I'm seeing right now. Matty Boy has our Greg's Sessions T-shirt. <laughs> And wore it to work as well. Which is absolutely ridiculous. I love that thing. I adore that thing, Matty boy. Um, (laughs) I can't believe. It's relevant to what you were saying. It's canon, mate. It's canon. (laughs) Yes, so we got got, uh, £25 for that. Thank you so much, Stuart. You absolute legend. Very, very kind of you to do that for us. Um, You'll be pleased to know we were able to spend uh, part of that bad boy um, (laughs) at Craig's. Two-thirds of it. In in, in preparation for our solo A Star Wars Story commentary which is now live over on the patreon you can go listen to that on there um star uh, i was gonna go starwars.com patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions uh you've got the solo commentary rogue one and all of the prequels now and you can you can listen to all of that plus more you got pub i think matty boy was working out earlier there's like 27 or 26 pubcasts which is matty boy and i we sit down we hang out we chat all things Star Wars and usually things we mention in the news round or topics we've not yep. quite got to in the month. We talk about in our podcast and it's a very loose format. You know, we love to get distracted Great. on it. 
But it's, it is. it's we talk it's about actually, everything else as well, not just Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of my favorite forms of like content that we no. do. I think you know, yeah. Um, we do that. I have my solo show uh, this week. Got a or this month, I should say. Got a really, really cool guest on talking about a brand new podcast. Still live at midnight. Uh, myself and early. Literally. There we go. I was waiting for that. Uh, we start in the podcast. It's it's amazing. It's an audio drama. Um, my guy Matt uh, Matt Royal is joining. Royal. Not you, Matt. Other Matt. Matt Royal. He it's joins me. To we us talk about royalty. It's it's wicked, man. We talk about music. That sort of like he's a music geek and how like the music and nice. on Star Wars music facts on Star Wars. I get. I get. Mate. I get lessened big time um and matty boy matty boys show we have an abundance of content over the patreon so go check that out guys solo commentary it's on there right now yeah there's about 80 additional episodes basically whether it's luke's solo show and with, with luke he's not alone most of the time there's always one of his friends or co-workers or his wife or someone joins him for the journal so that's always a good laugh uh jibbo yeah there's plenty of mine i'm joined sometimes by somebody to to shoot the breeze and yeah pubcast always a lot of fun but the the commentaries are are great i know i'm one half of them but they are great. This particular one was a lot of fun. Uh, we've been waiting to rewatch Solo. We've been putting it off for so long because we knew we were going to watch the film. So it's almost to start with an explosion of oh, we can't. We've been looking to just been waiting to watch this film for so long. Let's just throw all of our thoughts at it. And then, of course, as the film unravels, we're like, right, let's, let's get some real talk in now. It's really, really good uh, discussion, and I think you're all going to enjoy it, even if you don't watch the film as you watch along, which we would say yeah. to do because it makes it even more pleasurable. But even if you just have it in your ear at work, it's still an awful lot of fun. And, yeah, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions, and within the next few months, we're going into OT territory with a new hope. And, you know, a couple of months' time, we're gonna, we'll start getting that one, looking into that one, and we mm. can't wait. But, yeah, and I always, you look, of course... I, I was going to say, I always find it really fun watching it with Matt because like you well, thanks, say mate. stuff that I don't pick up on and I say stuff that you're like, oh yeah, good point. Nice see and, 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 you know, and we're stuffing our faces with Greg's. And we I mean, as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that we always do. What was it? I think Revenge of the Sith. What did we have at Revenge of the Sith? We got goodies, uh, didn't we? That was around yours. Yeah, we, yeah, we got some bits and bobs for that. The Attack of the Clones was Tacos. Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Yep. Phantom Menace was uh, Jut Chicken. Yes. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was and super. Some peas. And then for Rogue One, that was a distant memory. That was our first one we did. So anyway, go oh, listen to one. those guys. That, that, they are such good fun. Patreon.com slash Star Wars Sessions. You can sign up for as little as $2 a month. You spend more on that on a rubbish cup of coffee come on no brainer uh, and also just a quick yep. one yep. if you're listening on spotify we know a lot of you do we know it we see the stats we know a lot of you we look, see ya. listen we, we see ya we know you listen on, Patreon, on spotify if you could drop <laughs> us a five-star review that would be absolutely grand it would mean the absolute world to us so that's that's pretty much it, I think, mate. But an Apple podcast, all of you guys. Where you can rate us, please rate us. It helps us grow, means the absolute world. And it's free as well. There's that. I mean, we're talking about the Patreon and saying, you know, how great is that? You know, leaving, leaving a good review. Yeah. 
uh, and a rating. That's free. And, you know, we're all busy. We know sometimes I haven't got time to write something. Just, just even a five star review is perfect. Like Luke said, get it, but keeps, it keeps bumping us up those albums. It keeps us in those international charts. We love being in those. Oh. And it just, it just helps the show grow and it gets more people listening. So we get more people to talk Star Wars with and the community grows ever wider. So for that, we will reach out and say, you know, we'd appreciate every five star review that we can get. And, you know, we thank everyone who has so far done that for us since the inception of the show. Up until now, eh, man? Oh, mate, absolutely, absolutely. We, we appreciate every single one of you guys. So, uh, news just in. We love doing the show, and we love you. And uh, I'm, I am pleased to say that I can hear the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi. So we're talking news. That could only mean one thing, my friend. What's the crack? It must mean, mate. It must mean it's a galactic news round. <sighs> A photo reportedly showing Maul and Ahsoka together on the set of The Ahsoka Show has been debunked as nothing more than a fan film with cosplayers. And Daisy Ridley has returned to Instagram six years after deleting her account during the sequel trilogy release era. Sam Smith, design manager at Hasbro for Star Wars product, and you're listening to Star Wars Session, quite possibly the greatest Star Wars show in all of Britain. We're talking about the pubcast and the loosey-goosey feel up top, and I've got a feeling this main episode may kind of go along those lines. Look, we love to talk Star Wars, we love to get deep into it. But tonight we're talking about a couple of things, one which has only just dropped this week, which I know Luke is very, very, very excited to talk about, and the other, which is something which has been marinating for the last few months, and we've just finally started to get some news about it. Yes, of course, we're talking about Star Wars Celebration and Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. It's finally here, it's finally dropped after, I don't know how many, how many delays, and we've all been waiting for Celebration. And we've yeah. been waiting for panel news, haven't we? we know, we've known some guests have been coming in, but we but the panels are starting to come through now, mate. So we can now start to plan any potential reactions or so I know when to clear the house so I can sit down and watch some celebration, mate. Um, so se- let's talk celebration first because it's the big boy, and I know also because I want to get uh, I want to keep you on tenterhooks to talk about the Skywalker saga as well, but. Um, Celebration news, though, mate. We, we obviously, it's, we, it's been booked for years. We haven't had one for a few years. How cool is it? It's exciting, isn't it, to finally start it's, getting some news about the panels? Yeah, man. It's really, it, it's feeling like that, isn't it? It's starting to like mm. heat up a little bit. I'm starting to see a lot more things online. Yeah. Uh, I think as well, I've seen on Twitter and TikTok um, a load of people from the dark side of the force, you know, Star Trek. They've got who? a massive. Yeah, who? Who are they? Uh, they they got a, like a huge fat off convention over in Chicago at McCormick right. Place, which of course where where our last Star Wars celebration was. And I'm seeing like videos from there, and it's getting me in the mood. You know, just that convention atmosphere where it's tr- just dedicated to Star Trek. It's like, oh my word, this is this is actually quite similar to Celebration in a lot of ways, yeah. and. Just seeing that, that feels like a little teaser. 
you know it's getting me warmed up i'm like oh yeah this is, this, this is it man this is like the warm-up games to the world cup like you know <laughs> so it's like yeah it's getting real now yeah it's getting real you know um yeah mate uh, i'm looking forward to it just i tell you one thing shout out to sky talkers um the guys over there they've been doing a great job and uh yeah they were like they were putting something up like oh yeah what are your tips for celebration i added yes. one and it was that you know you don't necessarily have to make every single panel like don't don't put that pressure on yourself you know yeah. um these are these are for the people that are going there in person which there are listeners of this show that yeah. are and i'm so jealous you guys are gonna have <laughs> such a cracking time but I it's starting to heat happen. up it's starting was- to heat up because I know you obviously had your ticket, and because of the uh, because of everything that's happened in the world and and whatnot, now relinquished it, uh, and then decided, and then we had a discussion a couple of weeks ago when we were like, right, it's now or never. What do we do? Should we or, or should we you know make make an assault maybe on next year's one and like plow really go for next year's one? And we decided, yeah, okay, let's you know let, let's go for let's hope for next year's celebration. Give ourselves more time to plan because if we go. Obviously, we want to enjoy it as friends, as fans, and whoever else, and as family, whoever comes. But also, but for me also, and Luke, you know, I want to make sure that you know, we're giving you guys the best possible content, which also means, hey, look, maybe, maybe I want to get a a t shirt and throw it in someone's face and say, "There you are, have yeah. that sessions on us." T-shirt it, 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 stuff like that. Bang. We want to make sure we could t-shirt gun yeah right in the face. We wanted to make sure we could do the best possible coverage, and for that, we thought, well, let's. As much as it kills us, let's curb our enthusiasm mm-hmm, and plan for next year. So hopefully next year, hopefully, touch wood, all being well, depending on where it is, of course, as well, we would be hoping to be there to cover it, smash open that podcast stage, be the guests of honour, of course, and, and see each and every one of you out there. So so on on that, yeah, the seeing all these panels coming out and seeing everyone getting excited, it does make me think, Oh man, I wish I wish we could be there because you know that podcast stage is ready for us there, mate. But alas, this year we won't be there, but we will be. Um, we'll have, we've got both eyes on the, the convention this year. Fear not. I really hope that at the end of the convention we find out where the next celebration is going to be. I yeah. really, really hope they because they've kind it. of. Oh, for that, yeah. They did. Yeah, the only one I don't think I don't believe they did it for was um, at the end of celebration 2017 because we missed 2018 we didn't have yeah. one in 2018 and they yeah. they uh maybe they did announce a 2019 one i do you know what i can't I remember, don't remember but, that but yeah i'm hoping that it's coming back to london i'm oh. really i'm really really hoping it's coming back to london that would be lovely that'd be that, that would be perfect for us uh and if it if it would i'd imagine it'd uh, come back to the excel center but even yep. if it's just somewhere in europe or even somewhere else in the uk maybe like in, in glasgow manchester birmingham uh, or i could actually sing it and it's never been here mate boy i could potentially see it being in paris because there is a I disney was thinking- there. Yeah, I was thinking if it's not London, if if they're coming outside, if they're going to Europe, I could see it being in a, a Germany or, or France, but I could say mm. Paris because of the links, obviously, obvious links to Disneyland Paris. But I mean, hey, man, I'd be up for a European. Don't get me excited, man. About I know, this. I know. Let's let's focus on Anaheim. Let's <laughs> I generally am excited. Let's okay. All right. So there's been some news coming out, and listen, <laughs> by the time this comes out, it, it seems that there's a bit of news on celebration coming out every day. 
at yes, this yeah, yeah. rate, which is a bit crazy. So by the time you've heard this, there is a chance that there's even more news. But we seem to have, have like we seem to have like some core news for you guys. Um, we've got some panel announcements. Uh, Matty Boy, Thursday, mm. the twenty sixth of May, which is usually a slower day for Star Wars celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, the last big panel I remember tuning into on a Thursday at Celebration, of course, it was virtually, I watched it online from my desk, I think, at work, um, was the 40th anniversary oh, panel. That um, was a great panel. That was beautiful. You know, I actually watched some of that the other day. Because that had it's John fun Williams. to go back and watch. That's right. Yeah, he came, they opened the curtains. One, one of our listeners was there. I, it was for, forgive me, I can't remember who it was now. Oh, and I don't want to say the wrong name. But they were there, and they said, you know, people were. You know, they'd finished the panels, and you know, some people. I think they said along the lines of, you know, people thought that was it, and maybe we we're going to start shuffling out. Then the curtains opened, and John Williams is there. The maestro is there, and of course, he plays Leia's theme, and, and there's not a dry eye in the convention center, but. Man, I remember watching that, and I think that was the last big one, but they're certainly kicking off with a big one here. Yeah, they are. They really are. You know, that one, I I also remember Billy Lord doing a great tribute to our mum. That was really, that was like a highlight for me. That was beautiful. But no, okay, so on this celebration, Thursday, we've got a banger, mate. Like, they're not messing about here, right? <laughs> um, it says, Lucasfilm's current crop of live-action filmmakers will be joined by special guests to discuss <laughs> the many Star Wars adventures coming soon, including Obi-Wan Kenobi and or and The Mandalorian. Uh, now, including? I'll be, I'll be honest, mate. I, I was thinking, like, we'd have a panel like this on the Saturday. Or the Friday. On a Thursday, Uh-oh. this actually yeah. makes me... Because I'm, I'm sure we're going to dive into some speculation here. Because um, we love that speculation. We love uh, responsibly, of course. Responsibly, of course. But, like, that is an absolute nuke of a panel <laughs> to start off with, right? <laughs> uh, like, that is a face I mean, melter. Yeah, re- honestly, it is. I can see them dropping a few trailers just on this one panel alone. Um, and it's a bit crazy. And isn't the isn't the word filmmaker an interesting choice? Do you yeah, think live action, live action filmmakers? So I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's going to be your directors or and your showrunners. Basically, that would be uh, maybe some of the writers, but I'd imagine it'd be you know because the showrunners in this instance are John and Dave, uh, people like Tony Gilroy, uh, Deborah Chow, people like that. So plus some of those have individual directors as well so we might get like a a bryce dallas howard show up as well in terms of the mandalorian side of things so it it kind of opens the door for more than just the directors to come up i like the words including it could just i think it could just be the way they put it but you know Mm. to to discuss the many Mm -hmm. star wars adventures coming Mm -hmm. soon including kenobi Mm -hmm. which would have already started uh actually we'll start the next day sorry and or in the mandalorian i thought i you know on on what you were saying about this panel being on the saturday i thought maybe they'd give these three i know we're going to talk about one but i thought they'd give them their own separate panel because you know how are they going to get let's say this is an hour that's 
possibly 10 to 15 minutes on each one. It could feel like it's rushed. I don't want, I'm not going to be Debbie down here, by the way. Oh, it could rush. I don't mean that at all. It, it, it just works. <laughs> we're just works. It's including, you know, we might, in my head, it might be like, well, they might drop a bit of like official news for something like Ahsoka now. You know, even if it's just like a casting news and they might bring out someone, whoever's going to be doing that. And we know Filoni's doing it, but, uh, so that's exciting. But yeah, we could be getting that, certainly the Andor trailer. My eyes are on that. Mando, I know, we know they finished production now on season three. And we know that Kenobi drops the next day from that. So my eyes are firmly on Cassie and Andor, as they always are, is a beefcake. But I'm mm-hmm. thinking, if we're going to get a trailer, I think it's going to be Andor. And I, I would, I would be willing to, uh, do a sportsman's bet on that, a shake hand on that one. That is going to be Andor, and I think it makes sense because it's going to it's coming out in about maybe four months, five months. Why not drop the first first look there to kick off celebration? Because we know we've got Kenobi the next day. Uh, certainly for for the masses, anyway, the masses have got Kenobi the next day. That so that's already something to get excited about. Realistically, practically, the Mando they may have footage, but not enough to for a complete trailer. Andor, so we're going to get an Andor trailer maybe Thursday. Kenobi drops on Friday, on Friday, and then whatever else. What well, for me? That would be a great way to start the celebration. But just seeing them all together I, on stage, mate, it's going to be here's great. A, here's a theory. Here here's we go. Theory. Here we go. Here's a Star Wars theory. Yeah, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> different kind. So yeah. So okay. Years and years ago, I think it was at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2015. Yep. We got a time like map. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Of I all do. the projects, all the Star Wars projects. And it was like, this is going to be The Force Awakens. This is episode eight, episode nine, 2016. We're getting Rogue One. Yep. 2018, we're getting unnamed spin off film. Yeah. At that time. <laughs> so low. We didn't know the names of episode eight and nine. We were told that Rebels was going to be here. There's another series of that. I think. This panel is mm-hmm. going to be more like the state of Star Wars, and it's going to give so us a roadmap. I think it's going to be a roadmap. I think it's going to be a roadmap. Mm, and that's it's a good tell show. Us, and it's going to tell us when stuff is coming, give us maybe images of what's going down, what to mm-hmm. expect. And then throughout the weekend, we are going to see um, individual panels for The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. for Kenobi, yeah. for, for Andor so on, so forth. Bad Batch. We know some of those are coming anyway. Hands down. And yeah. We'll talk about that in a, in a, in a second. Um, what I do think this will lead to, and I think a way of talking about this, but not necessarily having a dedicated uh, panel to it, is to announce when the next live-action Star Wars film will be coming to cinemas. That's what I think. Well, this is it because going back to read it, Lucasfilm's current crop of live action filmmakers. There's no specifics there. I didn't say Lucasfilm's current crop of Disney plus filmmakers. It's live action, which of course is film and television now. So that's one thing that we are sleeping on. And I hadn't actually thought about that because I've just been, you know, I so I had stars in my eyes of seeing Kenobi and or the Mando. We know, we spoke about on our podcast, I believe, last month, Rogue Squadron is still on the slate for 2023. We both think that that may be wishful thinking, unless they drop a bomb and say, yeah, actually, it's been secretly filming for the last five months. 
okay, fine, then maybe I think believe it's going to come out. However, if it's not, it doesn't have to be Rogue Squadron. It could be, you know, any of the uh, films they've got on the slate, Tyker, Feige, you know, and maybe uh, a, another director we don't know about. I just hope that whoever it is, if that is the case, they <laughs> stick to their guns. But because uh, the question about this one is, I just wanted to throw to you is mm-hmm. we're getting, we're sitting there saying, look, we, you know, we're probably, we're going to get images, probably, probably going to get an Andor trailer. And this goes for Star Wars fans the world over because we're great at getting excited. Should we temper our expectations for day one and think maybe this will just be them teasing stuff with, and then like you say, with the potential that they'll actually have their own panels where they'll dive into it more? Or should we get, you know, should we think, you know what, you know, they're kicking off with this big must see panel. Let's get excited. Let's, I don't like using the word expect, but I'm going to use it anyway. Let's expect some fireworks from this panel. Or should we I, temper that a bit? I'm, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm still surprised this is on the Thursday because usually the Thursday is the day you like have a mooch around the floor. It's usually your least yep. busy day alongside Sunday, and you're mooching the floor. You're looking for deals. You're looking for that rare power of the Force figure that you've wanted in your collection for so long. <laughs> Everything, all of that stuff. Um, so. Thursday is a funny one. I think this is strategic. I think this is strategic. I think this is to get the internet and the world talking about Star Wars, first and foremost, get people in the mindset and to remind them, Obi-Wan Kenobi is coming out tomorrow. Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to come out tomorrow. Guys, be ready for it. Disney Plus want this show. We know, we know, Matty Boy, don't forget, we know that kind of insider information that Disney and Lucasfilm are expecting this series to be very, very good. A contender for that top spot with The Mandalorian. Yeah, they want that. As a limited series, it could be. And let's not forget, let's not forget what we were chatting about last week, mate. The... It's going up against Stranger Things, Netflix's biggest show. Their flagship and show. Their flagship show. It's the show they're known for. And so they're going, oh, to, they're, they're going to war, mate. They're going to war. And this is- They and want the got, internet. They you know, want social media. That's it, man. They got, the, they got this like weapon in Star Wars Celebration. Why not use it? Why not use it? So yep. I think we're going to see some stuff. And I, or or yep. Yeah, I think we're going to see some stuff. I think it's going to be a great way to open up the panel. What do you think? Do you think we're going to see much? Because I'm I really hoping this for is a film. It. I'm really hoping for some some more information on the films, man. Well, this is, this is it. My Usually, I would be slightly more pessimistic and think Lucasfilm sometimes aren't the best at fulfilling you know, what the fans think is going to happen. We all think, oh, D23 is coming. We're going to get this. And, you know, drop some bombs. But it, sometimes we get very excited at the prospect of things which, in hindsight, were never going to happen. But I kind of think, well, we haven't had celebration in a few years. Disney know that. Lucasfilm know that. You know, they've been wanting to do this as well. It, it's only given them more time for this concertina effect to happen. They've got all these uh, productions, but they've had nowhere to kind of talk about it. And now I kind of feel like they are going to use celebration as a way to kind of, you know, explode that and have more information coming out about these. Now it's, I, I think, I think we should get excited. I don't think we should start so expecting, Oh, we're going to, they're going to announce this. They're going to announce uh, three new animated shows. We're going to, they're going to announce the new high Republic's trilogy saga. They're going to give us 15 new games. No, but I think within the context of what we know, I don't think it's wrong to get excited about, you know, maybe about hearing about a new film because this that's a bread and butter of Star Wars. I don't think it's out of the question to get excited that 
maybe we could expect should expect an andor trailer mm. and i don't think it's out of the mm-hmm. question to think if we don't if if we don't who aren't going don't get to see the first two episodes of obi-wan kenobi i don't think it's out of the question that they might show you know they might put like a five minute clip of it online or a couple of minutes so just to get everyone excited of the show like a teaser clip i don't think i think we should get excited and expect some things i think i just think as fans and that includes me especially not to let that run away and think oh man we're, we're gonna hear about ryan johnson's trilogy um they're gonna have cameron monaghan come on stage and say i'm gonna be the lead of the new film called jedi fallen order the movie with grease dritus but i think i think We've we've allowed we can allow ourselves now. I think we you know, can on, we... on something called celebration to get excited that they're really going to want to push. And I think what you said is right. Actually, you know, yeah. yeah, we've got Kenobi and Stranger Things is coming. The power of the internet could never cannot be understated. I think that they're going to want to win social. Me- they've already won social media on the Friday. I think with Kenobi, but they want to win it on the Thursday, and they're going to want to want to win it Saturday and Sunday as well. They want people talking about Star Wars for four days. I think they know what they're doing this time. Uh, so I am going to get cautiously optimistic that some of the things I expect or hope, I think we're going to get it, man. And I think it's going to start on a Thursday. Yeah, I hope so. I really, really, mm-hmm. really do hope so, man. I really do hope so. And if if I think if I had to like if I had to guess what footage would see on that <laughs> Thursday, the more we talk about it, the more we think about it. I'm thinking like yeah. a, 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 a real. A, like a showreel of all the different yep. series clips, clips from all the different series, all the different Lucasfilm Star Wars projects. That's what I'm thinking. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It, depend- it depends who they get out on stage as well. You know, mm. I'm mm. looking at that thinking, could this, could this be the moment? Could this be the panel where grown men and grown women cry because they bring out everyone we'd now like to introduce to you, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, and they're together on that soaked couch, man. For the first time, we've we have seen them in seventeen years together. You know, it's not, it's not mm. even just the reveals we're going to get. It's those kind of major moments where, hopefully, we're going to see you know p- people like that together. Or that that is what excites me almost just as much because I can't, again I can't wait for the Obi Wan Kenobi gallery where we see them together, hopefully, and talking about and maybe the moment where they first meet up again on set and. Just just to take me back to the mid noughties again, and it's stuff like that which I think is going to be just as exciting. But um, I think the sizzle reel though is a good shout, mate. It, it, it's if the panel is going to be an hour, let's say, what better way to truncate everything together than a sizzle reel? Get as much stuff in as possible, and then have people come out to talk about it, and then move on to the hopeful, hopefully individual panels that we 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 know that some are coming, and we hope others we're going to get during the weekend as well. Yeah, yeah. Because if if we can learn anything from other celebrations it's that i don't think they're going to drop like multiple trailers on one day like when we look back at 2019 which was the first celebration where you've got two live action projects on the go at the same time rise of skywalker and the mandalorian they separated those they gave they gave it room to breathe and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah i think rightly so i think that's a really good idea yeah go on they they can no no no, I was just thinking at the same time. I mean, other IPs, I think DC did as well. They they had their DC fandom, fandom. or something fandom. like that, mm-hmm. where where they, I believe, they dropped quite a, you know, they dropped a few trailers and it got people buzzing. But I know it, for me, I mean, hey, look, wouldn't it be great to get True. four trailers on one day? Of course it would. But 
it as also with my podcast creator cap on it would be yeah. lovely to spread that out so yeah, it'd be like right yeah. we haven't we haven't got to recap four trailers because our Dude, minds will be blown i'm i'm, I'm, do I'm already weekend. i'm already sitting here thinking mate that weekend is a write-off <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> i've already put the weekend. friday off anyway from work if so my missus is gonna be like my missus is gonna be like oh can we go for dinner no sorry love stole celebration <laughs> you know sorry. celebration Get, yeah. get, get the get the dinner a side note uh, obviously we went to see i went to see luke last week it's always lovely to see luke and his lovely wife and uh, i saw um early there in person i never once shouted early at her no. only reserved for the podcast so yeah i am um, you know just just to let you guys know does jabba the hud shout at, uh, luke's wife's name at her no i don't so just, just to get that out there, but um, yeah, I've got I've got that Friday off work. I'm half tempted to book that Thursday off work because just because of what we might get. Yeah. Okay. So if we, I'm just going to say this too. Um, if we bear in mind that this thing, this convention, is um, being done in Los Angeles, we obviously mm-hmm. have we we have a big time gap from them here in the yeah. UK, here in Europe. Okay. And even people on, let's say, the east coast of the US. So, um, when it's so right now, let's say it's the evening. Yeah. Let's say it's like 9 p.m. where you are in the UK yeah. or, or, or Europe. You know, you're looking at like 1 p.m. in 1 LA. PM? Yeah. 1 p.m. in LA. And if, if you're in Europe, you know, do the maths. They're eight, they're eight hours, um, uh, behind yeah. the UK, Good nine show. hours behind, um, central europe that's a that's mm. kind of a big deal because from what that tells me is usually these big panels are around one or midday yeah, they want to you, get the world to hear this you'd think yes usually and that's a, a, that's a decent time they're not going to be doing it a mental time that basically isn't going to allow for this to to yeah. go around the world quick the ones that unfortunately usually suffer from that Oh, oh, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, like that kind of part of the world. Um, but that's not necessarily the biggest Star Wars demographic with the deep, with this devious respect, but you guys be waking up to this filth or you can be real hardcore and watch it live. And I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure some of you guys will be doing that. And, uh, kudos to you guys. Is that the first time I said kudos? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, I, think it might, I think it might be. Yeah, kudos to you. Yeah, we've got kudos. Darth Dude, I'll be out watching it. The Flight yeah. of the Wall Boys, they'll be out watching it. They'll have their titties. Bread who's down under. Exactly. They'll have, they'll have it. On the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They'll be, that's all they say down there. So Yeah, that's uh, all they say, actually. That's all they say. Well, I they hadn't thought pop about around that. in their kangaroos and like, that's it, throwing with the hats the corks coming off it. Throwing javelins <laughs> in the outback, you know, and... and uh, <laughs> You know, hunting down pigs, wild pigs. Like Can't in wait to go craft. down under and uh, see those country, beautiful countries. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd actually forgotten about the time zones because I was like, I'm sitting there thinking I'll have a day off work. I mean, I do enjoy a lane, so I may still take the day off work. But, yeah, me um, too, me too. I, I'd forgotten about that. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think some of the, some of the, it's not just the, those countries that may uh, also fall foul of the time zones. I think other panels, for example, you know me, mate. You know how much I love the publishing panels. I think some of those may be a bit. They'll either be earlier in the day, or they'll be later in the day. Yeah. You know, on the actual in in live in the conventional. So they may be the ones that someone like me may have to wake up and find out. Oh, what you know? What books are they dropping? Because true, they're going to want they're going to want their live action things front and center. Which you know, I who, who wouldn't? 
want to do that. That's what's going to get the traction. So, you know, the books, the comics, maybe even the video games, depends how much they want to push those games. They'll either be earlier for us or they may even be the ones we wake up to. Um, But we do, I mean, we we know that's the first panel. That is the opening panel. What a way to kick off Star Wars celebrations. And if we get what we think we might do, even just a smidge, you know, color me very happy but we know we're getting another panel mate on saturday may the 28th and this one is another one that's getting people very excited including me when i say people i mean me and luke as well um this one is titled it's got a very strange title it's called mando plus a conversation with john favreau and dave feloni and the blurb says and just for everyone as well all of this information we're taking from the star wars celebration instagram account which is just star wars celebration that's where they seem to be dropping a lot of their news But the blurb says, in their first appearance at Star Wars Celebration since the premiere of The Mandalorian, wow, join John and Dave with special guests for a look back and a look ahead at what's to come. So Saturday, May 28th, John Favreau, Dave Filoni and guests, they're going to be looking back at the success of Mando season Mm. one and two. And by the sounds of it, they may be giving us a little tease of what's to come. Again, we know that production is wrapped now on season three. That's finished. So, you know, there's a chance we could get it in that kind of Boba Fett slot of the end of December. You know, I, I'm not expecting footage, but like you said, maybe maybe some images or maybe just more of a broad outline now of what season three is going to entail. But I'm just as excited to hear John and Dave talk about, you know, seasons one and two and, and the, the show in general with their special guests. Because I think we're going to get some of the directors coming out and the stars you know this is huge i mean just to think of the talent they could have on that stage but i'm just Ridiculous. excited to see them reminiscing and also being given a chance to stand in front of ten thousand people or however many people are going to be in that hall and like soak up the 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 you know the, the congratulations on such a incredible groundbreaking near iconic show which which they they along with their teams have given us so that's going to be just as exciting mate but man mando plus it's called so Hot take. Hot take, Here Matt. I'm not sure if there's going to be a Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. I'm not sure. You know it. Execution, mate. Yeah. Let's have it. Let's go oh, mental. Drinky, drinky. Mm. No, I don't I, think there'll yeah. be a trailer. Sizzle, no. maybe. No, trailer, no. I think it's worded interesting. Lee as well because it Ooh. says a conversation with John Favreau and Dave Filoni. I was there at Celebration 2016 in London where it was called a conversation with Mark Hamill. And yeah. when there is a panel and it says a conversation with, it's usually looking back. It's usually nostalgia filled. I could see there being maybe still images, photos of of behind the scenes antics and whatnot of yep. both seasons of The Mandalorian plus season three will there be a trailer i'm i'm not confident if there is going to be a trailer man i'm not confident i think it's too early i'm not even a hundred percent sure if we're going to get mandalorian season three this year i'm i'm not a hundred percent sure i know i know it all depends on post prod yeah no i agree mate it all depends on post-production in that going smoothly the necessity for any kind of reshoots if we do get it i do think it will be the very last week of december but no i'm with you i think the mo- if they're going to show anything that isn't that isn't a still image it would simply be a behind the scenes sizzle reel of you know people having fun on set not and not any actual footage it'd be like oh hey look there's bryce directing um 
frog lady or something. Oh, look, there's Grief Cargo being a king on behind it. It'll be that kind of stuff, like people laughing about. Here's Din I, think, I think it's too early to see footage. Yeah, here's, yeah, here's, here's, here's the Mandalorian on the set. Season three. Yeah, way. Yeah, I yeah. think it'll be that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think it'll be the very last week of December if it comes out. I, look, I'd, I'd happily be surprised. But if Andor is coming out in September and that's 12 episodes, you know, that's what, three months. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a long old thing and I don't and they're not going to be splitting it into two, two, two seasons of six and six it's, it's, it's a full on 12 as far as the uh, the world will have us believe mate so I'll be really you, you may be right it may have to be next year I think celebration is going to because I have lots of questions on all of this you know and I, I'm, I'm really <laughs> intrigued I'm really intrigued to see what what celebration delivers to us as fans Really, with with like, well, is this actually going to happen? How many episodes going to be in this? What can we expect from that? We know there is a production called Grammar Rodeo being done in LA right now. A live action TV show is being made over there right now. Okay, rumors are that it's like a Stranger Things inspired show, something something like that. Um, yep. We know, Matty Boy. We've heard that there's stuff going on in Pinewood, in London. Yep. Right now, yeah. and I don't know what we're not. Even, we're not one hundred percent sure, like what on earth that is. But we've heard stuff, and it's it's Lucasfilm, it's Star Wars, so one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And it's like, well, what on earth could that be? You know, that could be the acolyte. Yeah. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of to and and throwing about the acolyte. You know, and I'm not there sure if that's exactly is at the minute. Some people are even saying that, that there's a film being done in Pinewood. I've heard that. Mate, I might imagine that. I mean, the Grammar Rodeo thing is also a good shout. I mean, that yeah, it's meant to be like a Stranger Things thing set, you know, in that High Republic era, sort of 200 years before Phantom Menace. Right. Hey, look, I'm up for that. I mean, the title itself, Grammar Rodeo, and apparently one of the, one or two of the authors are on board as kind of consultants. I think it's kind of nailed on it may not have anything to do with the characters in the books but i think it's going to be set in that era at least i've forgotten about that now now like you said now's the time to nail down specifics we, we you know and or you know and or is going to drop in this month you know we know lucasfilm is notoriously bad at just giving release dates now tell us the release date you know it's 12 episodes 12 12 weekly episodes grammar rodeo it's a thing no, no even if they don't tell us any much about it yeah you know we, we've got this show coming out uh we're, we're hoping to get it out next year blah blah we're looking at eight episodes you know nail down some of the specifics and with me you know, with the mando mando plus with the conversation i'd love to hear you know john and dave just tell us you know it's going it, to mando season three we're hope we're hoping to get it out end of december maybe first month of first month of next 2023 mm-hmm. it's going to be mm-hmm. eight, eight, eight episodes again yeah. just the little things you know I, I imagine it will be because for continuity's sake but you know let's not be coy about giving these details Especially with something like Andor, not much is known about that. You know, let, now's the time to start doing that. And Mando season three, whilst I don't think we're going to get an awful lot, you know, if, if they obviously know what the story's about, you know, start telling us because the fans have already started speculating. And what better way to to prevent fan disappointment when everyone starts ex- expecting, oh, this is going to be the story? You know, just tell us, you know, just let us know straight up. The story is going to be, let's say, Din going to Mandalore to get back his Mandalorian status whilst Bo-Katan is secretly plotting to get the Darksaber. Brilliant. Now we know what the show's about. We can't make too many wonderful and terrible speculative uh, theories because we yeah. know what it's about. Like you say, nail, nail, nail it down a bit, mate. And I think you're right. A conversation with... Specifics. Uh, I'm Specifics. quite looking forward to this. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to this. And a conversation with John and Dave, a sit down conversation. Let's talk about you know what it means, what it means to them, how they, how they, uh, how they've changed as filmmakers and creators because of this. What they see the story becoming in the future. Maybe, maybe they'll even say, "Look, we know we've got two more seasons left in us. Maybe we'll even get something like that." I don't know. Mm. But the, I, I quite like the idea of just a conversation between the filmmakers, like that, the first uh, roundtable gallery for season one, where everyone's just around a table talking. I'd just, I'd happily watch an hour of that, two hours of that. Yeah, man. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Right. Okay. So another recent announcement that we have had on the panels at Star Wars Celebration 2022 is. The Bad Batch. Um, our boy, David Collins, is going to be hosting oh, the yeah. panel. Uh, he's going to be joined by Brad Rao, executive producer and head writer Jen Corbett, story editor Matt Mitchnovitz, uh, and of Mitch course, uh, Mit- is it Mitchnovitz? Mitchnovitz. Yeah, is it really? Mitchnovitz? I okay. believe it is, yeah. Or Mitchnovitz. <laughs> That's I don't better, know. That's better. Yes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was thought, do you know what? I always thought it was interesting before we had Dominic Pace on. Um, obviously, his oh, name's yeah, Dominic yeah, yeah. Pace. And I, I said, oh, I have a friend who's Anglo-Italian. So he's he's born here in England, but he's him and all his family, they're, they're Italian ethnically. And um, his name, he has the same surname, but it's pronounced Pache. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's actually how my name should be pronounced. But, like, my grandfather changed the pronunciation of it to, like, anglicize yeah. it to make it more easily pronounce- pronounceable. I remember that. I don't know if it's on air or off air, but I remember that conversation. Yeah, I, I was think like, oh, it was cool. off air, you know. Yeah, but that happens yeah, a lot more than, than, than people realize, I think, especially if you do yeah. have quite an Anglican name. And, yeah, that's all, that's, yeah. I always think that's a little bit of a shame you know but anyway i'm get i'm going on a, i'm going on a classic blilo ren anyway. tangents uh d bradley <laughs> yeah. baker of course is going to be there michelle ang who plays amiga going to be there um you looking forward to this one mate uh yeah i love the fact that it just says d, d. bradley baker is just credited as the bad batch because <laughs> of course he is all of them <laughs> yeah. uh, no yeah. here i am yeah and they're, they're going to be talking about obviously the first season and some exciting hints of what's to come in season two so that's that's coming that's happening on sunday may 29th i think we're going to finally find out when the show is dropping and mm. oh yeah i am it's you know the the bad batch is you know there's 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 always a place for star wars animated series we know that because we, we we just done one on the clone wars we love it rebels we're kind of watching resistance um and the bad batch season one i think we both we both said the bad batch season one had some really high highs similar to the clone wars but yeah i think for me they, they for me they stretched it out four episodes too long i think it could have been a tight 12 episode season Agree. and Agree. it could have been great instead i just thought it was actually really quite good uh, but when the more I think about the Bad Batch, and you know, you've got um, Crosshair, aka Sniperhead, his um, his inner turmoil, Sniperhead. You know, where where are the Batch going to go now? What is not not? I don't mean this about the show, but what is the point of the Bad Batch now? Where do they go in the galaxy? You know, I think there is some great questions to be asked, and there's some great stories to be told. The only thing that puts me off is if it's going to be 16 episodes, you know, we're going to go, I do think the story is going to kind of take some wild, like, like Blyla Ren does. It's going to take some wild tangents and deviations away from what could be a pretty effective core story of the Bad Batch. You know, what's Omega's story in all this? We know she's Boba's sister, basically. What's her story in this game? I think there's so many cool things that they could do. Is Boba going to show up? But 
I would hope for a more concise season. Hey, give me 16 episodes, do. But, you know, I, I, I'm that kind of guy. Like, this stick to, to stick to, like Rebels kind of did, kind of did. Stick to that one main narrative without going off too much. But uh, am I excited? Yeah, of course I am, man. I'm excited mainly just because of the new information we could get. We might finally get a release date. We might finally see a little bit of footage. And we I don't believe we've seen Michelle Ang yet really talk about Omega in any real way. And I, I just hope she's up there on stage and she says, Tick, Ricker, Hunter, <laughs> and the other Echo. But I say, and the other one, so. Echo. We haven't so. said that for a while, mate. So let's bring that back. Tick. But um, yeah, I'm excited. Am I as excited for this as I am for the Mando one? Mm. No, I'm not. I'm going to be honest with that. But I, no. but I, of course, I'm still looking forward to it, mate. But about you, because I feel, I sense through the force that you're not as excited for the Bad Batch season two as maybe I am. I am. I, I, I'm looking forward to the new content. I'm looking forward to seeing where the story goes. I just, like you said, I'm, I, I hope that the story is more concise. You know, yeah. they don't need to, well, they don't need 16 episodes. They don't need that. Or if they do, use them. Yeah. But even then, that's a lot of episodes. Mm-hmm. Like seasons don't need to be 16 episodes anymore. You know, these are big, and it is mostly American, but these big American series that have like, oh, yeah, what, si- si- series one, 20 episodes. What? Like, <laughs> you don't need a 20-episode season. You don't need that. That's crazy. Unless a hell of a story, yeah. Yeah, unless it's needed or unless it's like a sitcom. I understand that sort of format for that, but 20 episodes, that's a lot, man. That is a lot. And when you have a series that long, I think it's only natural that you are going to end up with filler quote-unquote mm-hmm. filler you are only Ooh, getting you going the word, to, yep. there it is there's the f word for up those f's um i threw up like f as a gang sign there but you guys can't see that but matty boy got I to appreciate it. you're not there doing it the right there we go i'll teach you another time we can we can go like down we can go down to craig's like crip walking and throwing up f's be like why are you doing that <laughs> oh bad batch long story uh no <laughs> am i looking forward to it yeah but i'm looking forward to like the general star wars celebration I think it's going to be yeah. one of those things that once I sit on stage and I'm seeing these people chat about it, I'll probably have like a newfound appreciation for it. Um, like what, what always happens, right? Once it comes around, you always like, Oh, okay, then I'll watch it. And you always find joy in, in, in stuff right. that's star Wars when you're that much of a star Wars nerd like us. Uh, but that's, well, if they drop a bad batch two trailer, I know that you're going to watch it as soon as it comes out. Same as I, and we'll probably both be like, Oh, wasn't that amazing. Yeah, probably. Probably. Hopefully. Kind of, yeah, hopefully. Probably. Hopefully. But there we go. There we go. That's kind of, that's the Star Wars celebration goss that we've got right now. But like we said, this stuff's coming out every day. We're hearing rumors of lots of different things. Um, yeah, looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. And hopefully we'll be able to link up and do something. I know we're going to be reporting at it here at star wars sessions so you don't need to worry about that we're going to be putting out episodes during it it's going to be great man it's going to be great because most of us i'd imagine most of us listening and in the star wars fandom probably can't make it to this celebration so and and that's just how life is isn't it but nevertheless we're all going to be there in spirit in in like force ghosts all around anaheim convention center force ghosts (laughs) oh the session spirits will be there. Yeah. And it is, it is, guys. It is going to be just so good. So good. The force is strong in my family. My father has it. I have it. 
My sister has it. Leia! Luke. I need someone to show me my place in all this. Well, celebration is going to be fun. Do you know why? Because it's a celebration of souls. But something else, my friend, dropped on April the 5th of this year, which you could also probably call a celebration of Star Wars. Mate, it's something that you've picked up and you've been having a lot of fun with, I assume. Take it away, my friend, because I know you're excited about this. Mate, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. I was, I was umming and ahhing about getting this game. I wasn't even fully on board and I knew it was coming out. I know people on the discord were chatting about it. I know there were, there were people that pre-ordered it that were hyped, man. I'll be, I'll yeah. be honest. It, the gameplay looks fantastic. The trailers looked fantastic. Everything about it looked fantastic. It wasn't until that day it came out, which was, uh, last week. The fifth. Yeah. Sometime. What was it? It was the fifth Tuesday, the fifth, the fifth right? of April. Yep. Um, uh, yes, sir. Right, bro. I saw like gameplay videos of it on like TikTok and stuff, and I saw <laughs> someone had put up. Oh yeah, it's um thirty eight quid from Tesco at the moment. If you've got a club card, and I thought, oi oi, hello, come on then, I'll do that. And actually, I drove to Tesco the, the the following day. I needed to go get the car cleaned anyway. And I went and did Mayfair? that. <laughs> no, no, I went to uh, Pitsy. No. And while no. I was in Pitsy, I was like, look, Pitsy Tesco, I'd be rude. It'd be rude not to. It'd be rude not to. <laughs> 38 quid, come on. Yeah. I got the what actually terrible. happened was he said to his missus, oh, do you want to go and pick yourself some flowers and I'll just wait here? She's out, the, she's out of the equation. He's run over <laughs> and he's scanned the Skywalker saga and he's placed it under the bread in the trolley. <laughs> That's I'm what's pretty, happened. We I'm know pre- it. I'm pretty sure what actually happened, yeah, was my missus was at home working and I went out <laughs> and did this. I'll, I'll do the shopping today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, doll. Um, yeah, mate. Listen, this game. 
this game, mate, boy. I had played football. How is it? For context, I have not played like any of the old Star Wars Lego games, right? They weren't really my okay. thing. I feel like I was the wrong generation for it. Um, I did play the 2015 or 2016, whatever it was, uh, Force Awakens Lego yep. game. And it was, it was okay. I had a go on that. It was okay. I didn't get invested in the story. And I just, I thought there was a lot of building and it, it just felt a little bit, it felt at times it felt a little bit dry to me and I didn't finish it. I didn't finish mm. it. And I just kind of forgot about it. And it's in my collection. That's it. Now this game, complete, complete opposite. Complete. Wow. Opposite. Complete opposite. Here we go. I'm nearly done on Phantom Menace. I've not had it for long, by the way. And I've not had like loads <laughs> of time to play it, but dude, like this game, you can just like smash through the main story. You can you can really smash through it, and it's engaging. It's fun. It's a typical Lego game. It's funny. It's it's pacey. Yeah. It keeps it keeps my attention. Really, really the momentum well. to it. There there is definitely a momentum to it. There's there's lines from the films that make you laugh. There's different takes on it. It's charming. It's it's it looks great. It looks great. Like I was sitting here and thinking, if this had a different skin. If this had a different skin, like a real life skin, and this was the Star Wars game, the Skywalker saga, something like that, mm-hmm. I, I think I'd be absolutely in love. I'd be absolutely in love. Oh, no, wow. I'm in love anyway. But what I'm trying to tell you is that there's this massive scope to this game where you can hyperspace between planets and you're seeing your ship in hyperspace. You approach the other planet. And you can pilot toward the planet and 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 choose to land there, <laughs> or you can turn around and fly around a bit more. Then go. It's so well designed, Matt. It's so well designed, so well built. The voice acting in it is brilliant. There is a lot, mate, a lot to adore in this game. Um, I think I would give it a nine out, a nine and a half out of ten. Whoa! Yeah, this is this is one of the best Star Wars games I've ever played. It's excellent. It's excellent. Get a bit hot under the collar here. This is a it is a heck of a review because for what it is, it's just it doesn't have many faults. It just really doesn't. Is it the only the only the reason it's not a ten out of ten is because at times I feel like um, it can be slightly glitchy. That's it. And not even in a bad way. Okay. Like sometimes what I'm are you trying, playing it on? I'm playing it on the Xbox series X. Um, okay. and I've, and I've got it on my OLED. It looks fantastic, man. It's a beautiful looking game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay. even, even when you're like piloting and there's suns in the sky and stuff, you've got like the beam, the sunbeams coming down. It, lo- it looks absolutely brilliant. The glare, sorry, coming down. It looks brilliant. Um, yet the only glitch I've found is like when, um, I'm riding like you can ride like a bentha, and like a bentha. Sometimes it distorts the camera angle, like the camera angle doesn't always function properly, like how it should. But no, it's track here. Yeah. Only when you're in like closed streets and stuff, you know, where there's an object in the way, so the camera can't physically move anywhere. I know that's called something, but I forget what that's called. So um, mm-hmm. that's about it, mate. That's pretty much the only issue I've I've encountered. Other than that, this is tremendous. The fact that I can have my brother around, yeah, for an hour, two hours, and be like, mate, grab a controller. Let's do some Lego Star Wars. It's 
it's a special game, mate. There's you don't need if you want to commit to it, you can commit to it. If you don't, you don't. It's such a flexible game. That's why it does. It deserves that score. It is absolutely outstanding. It is, man. Yeah, and I'm not. Well, even, well, I was, I'm not I even was, a Lego Star Wars guy. I want to. I want to say that right here, right now. I'm not that guy. I'm not the dude who grew up with them. I don't have that nostalgia. Sorry, bro. Gone. No, no, that's it. No, that, that, that's perfect for you to say, because this is what I was about to say as well. On this very show, we've both said, ah, we uh, in our Star Wars 2022 episode, to kick the year off, we were like, Lego Star Wars, probably check it out when the price goes down. I think we said almost verbatim, you know, we'll get it, we'll do. We'll, we'll speak about it one day. I mean, obviously, Lukey Boy's bit, he loves a bargain, he's been coerced by the bargain, <laughs> and it seems like it's been for the best as well. Uh-huh. I still haven't got this game, because again, I don't have that pull, that nostalgia. I said on the 2022 opener that there's something which holds me back from getting it. Nothing to do with it. I don't know, maybe it's because it's a Lego game. I love the Lego movies. I don't know what it is, but I haven't got the the desire. Like Something like You've Fallen Order, even Squadrons. You know, I got that day it came out. Right. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because it is that live action feel. But, man, everything I'm hearing about this game is, I mean, look, as of recording it, IGN special, is giving man. it an 8 out of 10. Classic IGN. Metacritic, the these place to go for your aggregate scores cumulatively across all of the platforms currently it's 79 that's very high it's high it's very high everything i'm seeing on social media so twitter instagram um tiktok and all that people seem to be really really digging it It, it, it's it's touching fans of all ages because obviously it spans every era of star wars is something for everyone of course it creates discussion good or bad about which era am i going to play but everything i'm seeing my man Looks and sounds great. Of course, they got some of their voice actors back in the cast from the film, which is always always special to hear. But yeah, yeah, I am going to pick this game up. I don't know when. I hope to maybe in the next week or so. I listen and, and give it listen, a playthrough. If if you've got the little one at any time and you've got two yeah. controllers, I think this game is extremely special for that. I think it's extremely special. I think this would only be <laughs> even. I think this would be even better multiplayer i'm gonna try and pin down my wife and force her to play this game with me that she (laughs) she don't listen uh lukey boy listen no i i do i think i think this game is accessible to everyone i really do i think kids will adore it i think this is like uh, (laughs) for kids this is going to be like core memory video game Oh, Do you know nice. what I mean? There's oh, always man. those like, there's always those video games that are like, yeah, that's childhood. This is that. This this is going to oh, be that. Man. Matt, it's so it's so beautifully made. The music, bro. The music. I mean, just oh, I love me some music. When when you when you do think about squadrons and that is a niche game and that's served a purpose for a great mm-hmm. deal a lot of, of people, people. Love that game, yeah. But more people will love this, and rightfully so rightfully so it's Whoa. a different type of game it's a different type of game i know that oh, look, i know that but yeah. the 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 effort matt the effort and the scale that has been put into this i don't think people get it like until you play it i don't think you get it like how much stuff is on this is absolutely outstanding and which is why i'm saying if it had a different skin a different look to it you'd be all over mm. this yeah, you, yeah that's exactly it mate yeah that's, yeah. that's exactly it. and I, I don't know it will. i don't know what it is but um there's there's a high chance can't guarantee but there's a mm. high chance that probably on next on this current month's podcast we'll be probably diving into that game a bit more because i would like to get it and i would like to play through it 
And if um, a little one, if you if you can have a go on it as well, that could be a lot of fun as well. Because again, this Amazing. this game is a it's a four quadrant game. You know, it's it's for every generation to to come along and play on this game. And it, it, hey, look, it looks like an awful lot of fun. And it look this this is also kind of if we were to ever stream a game, which we have done before, we have done Battlefront and, and Squadrons, which was one of the best laughs I've had <laughs> streaming because we were very bad. This uh, yeah. seems like the kind of game True. that you know you could stream. As as the session nights and as buddies as well, you know, like, just get on and play a bit of Lego Star Wars. Let's have a bit of time. Let's have some fun for an hour. I think it it's, seems like that kind of experience as well. It's beautiful, mate. It really, really is beautiful. And well, I guess guess where I started. Do you know? Do you know where I started? I don't know if I, I've mentioned it. I, I have mentioned it. Yeah, I have Phantom that. Menace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. What did yeah. You? yeah, I started. At I Phantom would have said Menace, that man. though. I think. Yeah, really. I you love yeah, a Phantom yeah, Menace. Yeah. I know you love a Phantom Menace. But it's cool to see, you know, like I think it was uh, someone on Twitter was saying how their kids um, had the option to start their story on on this, and they picked Force Awakens first. Like, weren't even yeah. It, it was that was not an immediate choice, and they were they were quite young. And I thought that was really sweet. That was really good to know. Mm-hmm. So, and you've got think, DLC as well coming, haven't they? Yeah, mate. Yeah, this game has been supported. This this game has yeah. been supported, and it, it's a, it, it's almost double edged, mate. Because I can't help but feel. You know, man, uh, this this really shows us what the scale of a Star Wars game can be. It really does, that, and I think it shows exciting. up the other games a little bit. I'll be honest; I think it does. That's that that that's that's big talk. That is my friend, especially though, mm. come from somebody who at the beginning of the year was like bubbles. me. You know, well, I'll get it. I'll get it yeah, one day. Yeah. We'll talk about it. My man got it almost on opening day swept up in the hype train yeah. and there's been and you know why there's a hype train because by the sounds of it we've all got to start believing in it now like there was a reason people were so bummed that this was delayed and delayed and delayed and they just wanted this game and i you know i didn't always quite buy into it something was pushing me back listen, However, I, everything i'm hearing is just great i like to admit when i'm wrong on something and of course i i, I feel like I severely underestimated the potential of this game, understandably so, I'd say, just to defend myself, because I'm not a Star Wars Lego dude uh, like with the video games, and I've only played the Force Awakens one, which was okay, which was okay. It was it was <laughs> fine, as Matty Boy would say. So, dude, honestly, get on it. And, and I think half the fun of playing it is while it's in the hype, while it's relevant. I, I really do. You know, you don't want to leave it, so far that like no one's talking about no one's high like i think that's part of the fun sometimes so um and that's coming from someone who likes to sometimes wait for the games to come down in price right <laughs> so i, I want to talk about it with you my man that's it man that's it it's it's, that's it. it's have true. a think have a think about it and listeners if you've not if you're not sold on it yet have a think nine and a half out of ten <laughs> Hi, this is Brendan Wayne from The Mandalorian, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Oh, we're getting excited over here in Sessions HQ, so what better, what more responsible thing to do more excited than go and ply ourselves with a few drinks? The Essex Falcon has pulled up outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. The only question that remains is Luke, shall we? Let's do it, Dad. Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? A libation. 
can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Anthony, give me the spiciest drink you got. Pour me another Park Kellen sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yes! Here we are in the Bantina. For those of you that are new to the show, and for those who have stuck around through all the good times, we sit down here in the Bantina with the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of Kef beers, and we get your thoughts on our main discussion. And as of this week, we specifically asked how you guys were enjoying the Lego Skywalker saga. Yeah, and we got some sweet responses all over the interwebs. Uh, on Twitter, Dylan said just finished it, and it was the best game ever made. Lol. Uh, I, I, wow. for, a lot of, for a lot of people, mate, this game is going to be that. I'll say that. Yeah, I, I genuinely think that. Uh, and Glenn Tasker said absolutely superb, whilst on Facebook Day Friday said he was loving it, and GL Pro UK said, I love it. Love it. Love it. There's a lot of love going about. Best game ever made. Superb. Loving it. Love it. Ooh, Stephen Ricker said, love it. <laughs> Haven't been sleeping since it came out. Heart <laughs> eyes, fire, heart. Steve, mate, have a kip in between. You know, <laughs> check yourself in the meantime yeah check uh, yourself mate that is probably one of that's probably one of the best um, thing, uh, compliments you can give a game it's so good I haven't slept <laughs> nice one Steve yeah legit um, and our boy the, the Cypriot King George Constantinu said I wish I had as much spare time as I did as a kid to play it uh, and that I think you commented on the social saying you know man there's some real feels to that because these games came out for a lot of people when they were just to that kind of age where you know, let the idea of Lego and Star Wars together was, you know, it was the best thing ever. Of yeah. course, we know a lot of our grown-up listeners also love Lego and Star Wars. But you know, like you said, it's a four-quadrant game. But for the kids, this would have been a great experience. And Georgie Boy obviously played these when he was younger. And um, mate, mate, don't worry about don't worry about your your, your life and your adult stuff. Get on the Skywalker Saga by the sounds of it. Get on, get on, mate. Sort it out. Come on. Sort it out. <laughs> no, mate, honestly, this is such, such good fun. And I, I actually totally agree with Georgie Boy Constantino. Like, I'm, I'm the exact same. I wish I could, like, it, like just bury six hours into this a day. But I can't <laughs> right now. But it's it's easy to do. And it's one of those games where you pick up and, and the time flies on it. And that's a good sign. Nice. That's a good sign. Yeah. I'm actually I'm surprised at how much I love this game. I'm surprised. It's a great, great game. I'm if you're a Star a surprise, Wars fan, to be sure, but a welcome one. Exactly, mate. Exactly. If you are a Star Wars fan, go support this game. Um, we dropped a poll on Instagram asking those who didn't buy the new Lego Star Wars uh, whether they were feeling tempted to pick it up or not. Eighty-four percent. Of you guys said yes, you are now tempted, wow. and only sixteen percent said nah, longing it off, not for them. Which I get. This Man. game is not going to be for everyone, but you know that's a, that's a lovely score. So hopefully this episode has swayed one of those uh, one or two of those sixteen percent. So that's going to go man. flying up, mate. Lilo Ren's giving it a nine and a half out of ten. That yes has suddenly gone up to a hundred percent. Instagram's crashed now because people have, vo- have voted on that poll, even though it's closed, to give it a hundred percent based on Lilo Ren's recommendation uh, mate it seems like the majority of the world is um 
in agreement with you. And there's a, there's a good reason why there isn't any kind of uh, negative comments on there or contrarian comments. You didn't get any. <laughs> Everyone who commented really, really enjoyed this game. So, hey, look, if you didn't like this game, let us know. I'd love to know the reason why. Or if it wasn't, if it's not for you, just don't fancy it. I'd also love to know the reason why as well. But for those who didn't hear themselves on this week's edition of the Bantina, don't ever be disheartened, guys. We love all of you. Do keep uh, interacting with us or engaging on our social posts, and we'll do everything we can to feature you on an upcoming edition of The Bantina. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right, Spice is part of the Bantina. And to kick us off, we have some sweet, sweet Patreon questions. None other than Vadim. I completely destroyed the grammar on that. But the- <laughs> it happens sometimes, people. We're, re- we're not recording. We're, uh, grammar Rodeo, what's going on? Uh, we're not recording on our usual day, and I'm off. I'm off. I'm just off beat. <laughs> off kilter. Oh, it's a late one as well, but we're loving it. Who loves it, Matty boy? We love it. We love it. The kids love it. The nans love it. Everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. Greedos, Greedos little kids love it, who obviously are fabulous. So the whole (laughs) of Belgium loves it. Um, Vadim Simmons, the Belgian Bond, asks this, mate. He goes, how do Spice Miners sing Luke as an angry old hermit in The Last Jedi? Angered a lot of people. But I think they could add a lot of reasons why. As proven in the Disney Plus shows, I think the loss of a certain red-headed wife with a purple lightsaber would be a great mm-hmm. addition to the grumpiness. A fine addition! Perhaps even killed by Ben Solo whilst burning down the temple. I'd like to hear your thoughts. Stay spicy. Oh, my days. Mm-hmm. Vadim, obviously referring to Mara Jade there. Matty Boy. What do you think? That's a mad question, man. Uh, that is a uh, look. I think, uh, in terms of uh, the Belgian Bond specific point, there, if Disney wants to curry favour with the fans, Mara Jade is probably the ultimate trump card that they could play. It would it would leave every fan of the old legends just screaming, more! <laughs> you know, more, more, give me more, um, right. Well, for, uh, to to answer the first part of the question, did the Last Jedi anger a lot of people? I don't really know about that. I haven't heard anything online. Always seems to be pretty pretty polite online. Um, so, to answer the first part of your question, Vadim, mate, will they add a lot of reasons why Luke Skywalker was a bit grumpy? Uh, yes, I think they're going to use their all of their canon to explain why Luke was a bit grumpy. And I think the Mandalorian. Sorry, sorry. I know Connor was right. The Book of Boba Fett episode of The Mandalorian. I think that started that. We've, you know, they, they've shown us, you know, Luke Skywalker. He's looking, he's looking, he's looking sharp. He's looking beefy. He's got his temple being made. They're going to show his gradual uh, journey into the Last Jedi iteration of Luke. So yeah, I think they're going to. They're definitely going to add a lot of reasons. Hopefully, live action as well. I think they will do. I think the major Luke's well. All of the major Luke Skywalker moments will only ever be in live action. Then we've got the books coming out like Shadow of the Sith. That will be the stuff that expands upon what we already know. And by the looks of that excerpt, you know, set us up for things which they're going to explore, I think, in live action going forward. 
As for the certain red-headed wife of a purple lightsaber, Mara Jade, would I like that? I think... Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm not entirely sold on the idea of Mara Jade coming into the new story because... If she, well, if she does, I think she'd have to be downplayed somewhat because she was such a major character in Legends in EU. She would have to obviously be killed off in the time between Jedi and um, the, the sequel trilogy. So they've, they've kind of they've got twenty odd years to play with because you've got to think. Well, Luke Skywalker's going to take her out for dinner a few times first. You know, he's going to he's going to court her. And it could take a little while, um, yeah. and then and then obviously uh, the relationship would bloom from there. I don't think they're going to bring Mara Jade into canon. I don't think they will, because I think they know just how big a character that is. And if, yeah, I, I think they limit themselves now by only having like 20 odd years to, to use her character. If, you know, because they, they can't re- realistically use her after the sequel trilogy, because they'd have to do some really serious kind of jumping through hoops to make that all work. To, to your point, yes, I think it would be a great way to explain why he's so why he's given up not just because ben solo um you know had the darkness flowing through him but also you know the events of what happened at the temple caused this kind of familial or personal huge tragedy i think maybe we do need something like that just to add a little bit more to why luke fled you know why he decided to cut himself off from the force and why he gave up on life in general will it be mara jade i don't think it will be if they pull it out of the bag, though, I think it'll make an awful lot of fans happy. But uh, yeah, but to answer the overall question, I think they are going to uh, they are going to dive deeper into the journey of Luke Skywalker, you know, up to the Last Jedi, mate. So, what about you, mate? Do you think they're going to flesh out on Disney Plus shows and, you know, Mara Jade in canon? Could she be one of the catalysts for Luke's, you know, exile? Potentially, yes. Potentially, yeah. Yes. Here we go. I, I, I think the more that we think about it, I mean, you you answered that really, really well, anyway, mate. So thanks, mate. Uh, I think the only thing that would maybe detract from that is that we have effectively what seems to be kind of like an AI-driven Luke Skywalker, um, mixed in with obviously deep fake technology, so on and so forth. So I think that's actually quite hard. Good point. It's, it's kind of hard to have maybe a romantic, a believable romantic scene with another character. And, you know, would another actress like to do a scene like that, like a romance scene like that? I'm not sure. Maybe I'm sure there's mm-hmm. many a, a talented people out there. I suppose, you know, Mark Hamill works with a puppet, so it's not impossible, <laughs> but you know, it's yeah. not, it's not impossible, <laughs> but, but that's the only detraction I can think of. Other than that, I think there's a good chance. I think there's a good chance. Yeah. You know, we saw Luke in Book of Boba Fett, mate. So I, I think there's, there's, there's a, a, a really solid chance of this happening on the lead up to the sequels. Cause they're filling it all in, mate. They're filling it all in. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking like, uh, if like, when you were saying that, uh, yeah, actually it's a very good point actually. Would it be Mara Jade is the other question because they, they, again they, they obviously know that there's a lot of fans out there of that character. She's a huge part of Luke's journey in Legends. Would they be Would they be bold enough to say, yeah, Luke did have a wife or 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 a partner, but it wasn't Mara Jade though? Would they, or, or do you think they would kind of have to commit and like, yeah, it was Mara Jade. She wasn't quite the same character that you know, 
Um, but yeah, she's she kicked the bucket by the time of episode seven. Do you think that they would be bold enough? And I say that because mm. there's already a subsection mm. of fans who will always dislike what Disney do regardless. However, would probably be quite excited if they brought Mara Jade. Do you think they'd be bold enough to to bring in someone who wasn't Mara Jade? It's a good question. Um, yes and no. I think they'll do a Thrawn and they'll bring back Mara Jade and they'll just change the canon around her. Listen, mate boy, the source material is there. The source yeah. material is there. And I think if anything, maybe, and a lot of the expanded universe, the old expanded universe is mental. You know my thoughts on it. It's yeah, over the top. It's, it's cack. Uh, but some of it's great. Some of it's, some of it's also so, great. So, so I'm happy for them to take the bits that are really good. And even if that is a character name and the look of a character and yeah, expanding yeah, upon so. that, like, and that's what they pretty much did with Thrawn, right? So mm. they recontextualize it to this canon. I think, yeah, they'll do it with Mara Jade. I don't think there's any reason to do it with anyone else if there is going to be a love interest for Luke. That's what I think. Okay. Yeah, no, a uh, great, great question, mate. It then also also raises the question: I wish they, yeah, they kind of alluded to it in the last Jedi that Luke lost more than just his faith. But hey, look, they, there's there's nothing that they can't make happen. This is it. No this is it. Yeah, this is it, mate. But great, great, great answer, my Matt man, uh, Vadim, mate. As always, a great question. Thank you so much, the Belgian Bond. Now we're moving on from one great question to another, and this one is uh, this one's cut. But this is put in the rabbit out of the hat. This one is from Christopher Fox Kobe, Kenobi collects on Instagram. He said, "Hello there." So this is a this is kind of a question, but more of a guessing game. I'm intrigued. So I'm working my way through day one of the sessions. Wow! And I was listening to I think episode six, and someone, a listener, asked you, me and Luke, what you both wanted to see in at the time untitled episode nine. Someone asked us what we wanted to see in episode nine. So can you both remember the three things you each said you wanted to see and how close you got to predicting some of the events? Chris says, I have attached what you both said to this email. Thanks. And may the force be with you. Uh, Kenobi collects on Instagram. Go check him out. Fabulous account on Instagram. Now, before I throw over to Luke, I want to have a disclaimer. I have the document. I can, I can swear on anything you want me to swear on I have not opened this okay. so I don't know the answers oh, to this oh this is fun man uh, so Luke okay. there were three things apparently that you that you predicted would happen yeah uh, you wanted to see in episode 9 yeah. this is pre anything can you remember or at least have a guess of what they are I think so and I think one or two of them may have come true but um, maybe not all of them mm-hmm. um, I'll get the two simple ones out the way First, I think that um, Ben Solo was going to be uh, redeemed. Mm-hmm. So Kylo redemption, Ben Solo redemption. Uh, I thought we were going to see a Force Ghost Luke. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned that. And the other thing that didn't come true, which was a bit more out there and takes a wee bit more explanation, is that um, I thought that Snoke was um, d- either Darth Plagueis, and that was going to be explained. Yeah, We thought, yeah. And that Plagueis was part of this 
like race from outside of the known galaxy like the unknown regions like yeah, the remember this. Thing, yeah. and that they were going to with with snoke dying that they were going to come and and, and and attack the galaxy effectively so snake was infiltrating the galaxy weakening it and that the dark side and the light side were effectively going to have to merge and and fight together and to team up this yeah. new new evil something like that <laughs> so those are the three things that i reckon what what are your three things I've got to be honest, mate. I've got no idea. I'm sitting. I'm honestly because I, I'm thinking. I want. I want to say because I remember pre-episode I think nine. About this. I really well, had I, to think I, about this. I've yeah. thought about it, and I can't remember. I remember pre-episode nine. I was saying, you know, I think Ray is going to be a Palpatine. Like Ray Palpatine is a great idea in 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 concept. Hopefully, they can pull it off. And well, it's in the film. Um, so potentially Ray yep. Palpatine. Potentially. Yep. Um. Other than that, I generally don't know. I think I, I think one of the things I was kind of going for was that this would be, you know, based on what Boyega said, we were going to see just a huge war. That, you know, the First Order and, and um, Resistance, would ha- they'd have a big war. Uh, I can't remember if I thought anyone was going to kick the bucket. I'm sure I said someone like Poe Dameron was gone, or Finn was a goner. Um, and, it's, and what else would happen? Um, I think I might have said the Falcon was going to get blown up. I think I was pretty sure that the Falcon was going to get blown up at some point. Yeah, I think I do remember you saying that. And that was going to be like the the emotional moment of the film was actually, it wasn't a person, it was the Falcon. But honestly, mate, uh, genuinely, Chris, I I can't remember because we're talking episode six. This is 151 episodes ago now. I can't remember. And we've said before, I would love to go back and listen to some of those and think and hear what we thought, you know, pre-Mando pre-episode 9 like before anything like what were what were us two naive Star Wars fans thinking would happen Luke I'm going to put you out of your misery now and I'm going to open this document please and I'm going to see please. how close you got and how far away I was from getting this go on okay right okay right not oh. as no, I'm not quite so sad about this right so Luke you said okay there's three things you go said on. one go of them on. was an amazing lightsaber fight do you think we oh. got that? Yeah, I do. I like the lightsaber fight. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Okay, I like um, it. Yeah, I think it's good. I, like I was it. even rewatching the scene where Ben Ben uh, comes back, defeats the guards, and then yeah. Ray are uh, the the um, English Rose, uh, the Knights of Ren, and then Ray and, and and Ben like meet up together, and they raise the lightsabers at the same time. That scene, man, that scene man, is on. Ab- is absolute fire. I'm telling you, mate. What you think about trust? No. Stand together, die together. Ah! I mean, yeah. There are some Sick, great, um, uh, yeah. You know, there are some fabulous moments in trust that take you know, you take you like sequences are some really fun moments and some like that is a great scene. I wish Ben Solo had said anything other than "ow," but just the idea of him. Yeah. You know, like, he's got he's got the force. Cha- he's like his he's like his governor. He's like his uncle. He's like his grand. He's like his. Uh, grandmother Padme as well he's like his grandfather Anakin he's got all of that flowing through him stubborn he's a fighter he's got yeah, a swagger yeah, yeah. and in that moment he shows it a good shout um, the one of the other things the second thing you said uh, was who is Snoke how he got there and why he is so powerful my theory is he is from the unknown region so one million miles away there big boy yeah that's what I said is that he was from yeah. The unknown regions and that, that yeah, yeah. Your prediction meant a million miles off, yeah. I, I yeah, I, I mentioned that um oh yeah, well touche. <laughs> touche. 
that's a good point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. There we go. But I, I, I do believe I did. Uh, I was definitely in the Snoker's Plagueis camp yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. You definitely oh, were yeah. because it made a lot of sense at the time. But yeah. uh, and the third one. Um, this is more. This is more general. Actually, the third thing that you wanted to see or wanted to happen was you wanted to be satisfied. You wanted everything to make sense and a reason why the force had awakened within Ray. Do you think we got that? Um, well, do you yes. think we get a reason why the force awoke, awoke in Ray? Yeah, I think and so. Were you satisfied? Yes, that and everything no. had been tied up. Yes, and no. Everyone knows okay. my thoughts on that, man. And if you don't, then get with it. No, I think <laughs> the rise of Skywalker was was uh, for me. It, it, it's it's the Palpatine thing, and and the whole film feels like a four hour film that's been cut into a two hour yeah. twenty minute film or whatever it is. Um, so that's that's my thoughts on it, buddy. That's my thoughts on it. But I'm I'm still I have an absolute hankering to go watch Tross very soon, mate. You wait till our commentary and whenever that may be. I twenty twenty four. To be fair though, mate, we'll be so far removed from it that you know maybe we'll see it in different true. in different eyes. So less, true. Like we have the prequels, man. Ten years ago, prequels. I was thinking, man, that's that scene in X film. Oh, I, I don't like that. Now it's fine you know like the, you, you, you accept them for what they are and they are part of the story so true man recency so bias would have gone so okay so you know you got you got the lightsaber fight we didn't really get anything we did kind of get who is Snoke it was Palpatine all along and you were satisfied enough and we did get a reason why the force awoke in Ray. Um mine sadly fell by the wayside for the most part in fact all of them probably did the one I, now I remember now one of the ones I thought was a was what I predicted was going to happen, and I was sure it was going to happen. Is Force Ghost Anakin? I thought we we're going to get oh. Hayden Christian back as a Force Ghost to commune with Kylo Ren, and almost to say, "Listen, dude, you have got to stop this now." You know, if I can turn to the light, you can yeah. too. Yeah. Um, we we didn't get that, but we got the voice of Anakin and all of the Jedi at the end. So I can't take that as a win because you know it's one of those things where you know there's probably always a high chance Anakin would have some kind of say in it. But he wasn't a force ghost, mate. So I, I can't take that as a win. This one, I definitely can't take as a win. I really wanted this. I think most of the uh, fans wanted this, but we didn't get it. I wanted, I predicted better character development for Finn and Hux. Uh, I'm the spy. Great shot. Dead. Um, Finn did no, just again, pushed to the side. It, you know, it happened. You know, sue me. That's what I think. I don't think we got better character development for Finn and Huxley. If anything, we got more questions about what could have been for me. So that was disappointing. Looking back at it now, 151 episodes later, I'm getting disappointed about my own thoughts. And this one, I can take as a win because I actually guessed it on this show, but I didn't get it right I, from a certain point of view. I had predicted war, big epic war is what I said. So I, I assume it was, and I did say that just now. I thought it was going to be the the war to end the wars like Boega you could argue that we did get that on the Battle of Exegol that was the more you know when you think about it it's a large scale um, war there's you know things happening within the, the Sith temple on Exegol and you've got the huge aerial battle with the people's fleet against the Sith Armada whatever they're called so we do kind of get a big war but I was more I was kind of expecting war across the galaxy like, on, the, on the ground like we got in Rogue One but just like amplified on the ground in the sky and following your main characters which would be what happened in the Sith Citadel but um, 
I'm not entirely confident that I really got any I didn't, any of that. I didn't get Force Ghost Anakin. Didn't get better character development for Finn Hux. And I don't really think we got a big epic war in the sense of, of, of tying everything up. I know a lot of people will argue against that. I don't think we got the big, big epic war. Mm. I love that scene when all the ships turn up. I love that. Uh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It mm-hmm. won. It won a. It won like the Battle of Gondor, was it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it wasn't it Helm's Deep, that. was it? Nah, not really. Yeah. It was good fun though. But yeah, no, so I don't think fun. I. I don't fun. think I scored on any of my predictions. You got most of yours right today. I got one right today, but. Chris, mate, that's a fantastic idea. Uh, for a amazing, game. classic Chris, classic Kenobi collects. What a sickhead! He loves it. So, thank you very much for that, mate. And honestly, along your journey from episode one to now, if you happen to come up with any more like games, like uh, questions like that, please do throw us throw them our way because it's fascinating to hear. So, uh, Chris, mate, thank you very much for that one. We've got one more, haven't we, mate? Yes, absolutely. And this one is a voice message from the King of Wales, Luke Summerfield. Let's hear it. <laughs> What's happening, gents? This is my April Patreon question. You're in the middle of recording uh, the monthly podcast in your local Indian, and in walks Ryan Johnson drinking a bubble tea, and also JJ Abrams walks in with a can of Monster, and they join you at the table. How do you think the evening's going to go, and what kind of questions would you ask them? And remember, Palpatine loves the sequel trilogy p.s don't forget to ride the lightning on may the 4th so there we go we got a spicy message there from lukey boy summerfield uh may boy what are you saying ryan johnson jj abrams are bringing in their beverages already what are you saying there mate that's a really really great question uh luke summerfield the king of wales himself um, I like the idea that JJ Abrams is just so hyped he just has to drink a monster. Um, what would the conversation be like? I think it would be amicable. Uh, I think it would be awkward to start with, probably for me and Luke thinking, oh, God, oh, these guys are going to have, have a go at each other in a minute. But what kind of questions would be asked? If I had the chance to sit down with JJ and Ryan, the obvious questions would come out. The obvious ones, come on, they're not going to get any hot takes here. It is how much do you two communicate between seven and eight, especially? Eight and nine you could ask the question as well because there was less of a hannah now was there a conscious effort to you know, de destabilize each other's works we all know the answer is no there was no hatchet job on anyone's work but it'd be nice to ask the question so the first question would be yeah how much of a handover really was there i'd also like to ask them as well you know how much respect you know do you have for each other as filmmakers I, the answer is going to be high of course but i'd love to know what it is that jj finds so appealing about ryan's work and vice versa you know what did ryan see when he watched the force awakens and thought that's that's a fantastic flourish or i you know Mm. i'm so pleased that was in the film because i can run with that so i'd like to know the ideas that they both took from each other's films that really excited them and at the same time i would also like to say now ryan and jj was there anything you wished the other director put in their film which you could have bounced off of in the next film now do you wish you know, like JJ, do you wish that Ryan hadn't killed Snoke? Um, or, yeah, or Ryan, do you wish that they hadn't, you know, Ray and Kylo hadn't had that fight in that film so you could have done it? It's that kind of stuff. Kind of, that, I'd love to ask them that. Nothing too meaty because mm. they're, they're filmmakers who have got the greatest respect for each other and I have a lot of respect for both of them. 
I'm not here for a slanging contest, mate. I'd also like to know what their favourite <laughs> fast food is. So, yeah. um, what about you, mate? If you had the two of them in a in a pub, we're just we're sorry in a curry house, we're having our vindaloo. Yeah, yeah. What are you asking them, mate? I, I would uh, ask JJ Abrams why on earth he's bringing a monster to a curry house first and foremost. Um, but no, I would I would ask pretty much everything you've just asked as well. Um, but on top of that, I would probably ask about a JJ cut of Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. We know that film was going to be longer. I mean, when it was initially put out for ticket sales, the film was about 15, 10 minutes longer than what it what we got, right? So we know that. Um, I would also ask about the beef between Bad Robot and Lucasfilm. Because there is one. That's it true. Really is. Pablo Hidalgo likes fanning those flames. That's a fact. That is a fact. Um, and I'm sure this whole Ryan JJ thing probably plays a part in that. I really do. I really do. Um, that's what I'd ask. Because I don't want to like speculate too much about that kind of thing, but it would be great to ask them and to get real honest opinions. I think we'd get a lot of clarity on the sequels. Um, mm-hmm. But also... I'm sure they, you know, they're they're absolute gentlemen. I'd also ask like their their reasons for something, what what their what their reasoning behind certain decisions were. Um, I would want to know specifics on that, um, and maybe if they there was originally uh, a game plan. Like one of the things I did say back in the day, I think toward the lead up of Rise of Skywalker was. I, I always thought that maybe Kathy or people at Lucasfilm were pin, pinning down like like story beats to hit, yeah. And what they did in between those beats was up to them. And as long as they got yeah, to yeah. to A B C D E F G, yeah. then it's all good, right? Um, I'd love to know if there was anything at all like that, or if free reign was completely given to these 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 creatives. Good shout. I'd love to know that too. So it would be one hell of a conversation there, Lukey boy. I'm telling you, man, it would be absolutely mental, mate. Absolutely mental. Great question, mate. Great question. No, well, and if all those fails, we'll tell him to stand up, rip his shirts off and fight to the death um, over the sequel trilogy. So yeah, nice one. Uh, Vadim, Chris, Luke, thank you so much for your questions. This week has given us a lot to think about and reminisce about the old days as well. Uh, guys out there, we'd love to know your answers to the questions specifically from Vadim about Luke, the, he uh, fleshing out his story and maybe, uh, a wife called Mara J turning up. Uh, and if you had Ryan Johnson and JUJ in a curry house, you know, what questions would you ask them? We'd love to know what you guys think. That's what we thought. Thank you, everyone, for contributing to the Bantina this week and to our fiery patrons for giving us such fabulous questions. However, bartender, sorry about the mess. That's that for our time in the Bantina this week. We are going to be back again, same time again next week, for another spicy stint in the Bantina. It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! <laughs>
Yeah, that's right. It's the spiciest <laughs> part of the end of the show. Uh, and it is the sessions game. Uh, we take turns every week to host the game. This week it is my turn. Matty Boy, are you ready to play? As Bobby Brown once said, you know it. Oh, damn. Uh, okay. All right. No, he's ready. He's ready. Uh, don't worry, mate. I'm not getting you to phone any dodgy people up this week. Um, okay. This okay. is the sing-along game. <laughs> okay. Matty boy. Okay. How well do you know Yub Nub? Uh, I know our version of it quite well. But yeah. uh, I, 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 I know that I know it begins with yub nub, and there's an each and a tutor in there somewhere. Okay, well let's let's see how far we can get. Um, we're not going to go. <laughs> don't worry, we're not going through the whole song. But we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a little bit. We're gonna do a little bit. So I'm gonna start off the song. You're gonna have to play the music in the background. But like we're gonna be we're gonna be trying to go bump along with it as much as possible. And okay. I'm going to say, just imagine yourself in it. And it starts off like this. There's a background noise and it goes, Alulu. And it goes, Yup nub. Each up a yup nub. Yup nub. And then it goes over to you. Uh uh e to a to e to Kind of, kind of. Yeah, we close. I told me topic it pitchy kini, canoe dog fling or ah, gatuto fling. What? Yeah, apparently, I'm probably doing this all wrong. By the way, it goes okay. Next bit, yawa, ichapa yawa. I only know those bits. Um, ichu to ya. There's, there is some, there is some repetition. I love how a chuta has become like the, the, the core lyric of Yab Nub now. That's it. Well, it says the same thing again. It goes, Ato mito pichikini, ganoop dok fling o ah. Are you, are you talking backwards here? And then it goes, <laughs> I, I wish, mate. I mean, who on earth, like, um, and the beautiful minds that make this stuff. And it goes, oh, Koti Chatu Yab Nub. Koti Chatu Yab Nub. Koti Chatu Yawa. 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 Oh, man. Right. Um, Alu, Alalu Tunov. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Do you mind at the end of this? Do you mind just running through the whole song? Maybe, maybe, maybe sing it, or maybe hum it. Well, listen. I think that's up to you because we've done some lyrics, we've done some training. It's over to you. So, Matty boy, sing from from the top up. Sing some yub nub to us, and we'll get going. (laughs) That's it. Yub nub. Each up. Yub nub. That's it. Um, ato me topi cheekin, gnu top fling, oh ah, yawa, each up yawa, ato me topi cheekin, gnu, oh I've done that bit, uh, gnu dog fling, oh ah, coat, uh, coachy top new yup nub, coachy chatu yawa, I'm gonna rock, coachy chatu glower, what, LA loot enough, no, each up glower. 
blow up, blow up. P2 ni foom, a took the argunda. Then we, then we got Koti Chatagu. Koti Chatudu. Yawa. Koti Chatudu. Yaksha. Hallelujah, love. And that's the bit that's like celebrate the love. I always think that's what they say. Love. And, then, and then they go on to talk about like Pichu's eglops and goondars a bit and more often. Over again. All right, mate. I'm going to give you a pass for that. I'm Thanks, mate. You, uh, no, I'm going to give you a B plus. I'm going to give B you a B plus because you got the heart and spirit. You got the heart and spirit of the Ewok. I got the Pichu Tiawa. And that's simply it, mate. That is simply this week's goom. The singer. Boom! Mate, that was lyrics a, for it. For Star that's Wars a really song, good. So. I, that's a really good game. That was actually surprisingly. <laughs> how, surprisingly. how well do you know this absolute gibberish? Yeah. Well, surprisingly not well. But once yeah. it, it, once you got the lyrics, though, but better than the average human being. So I think I did better than the average um, John on the street, for example. There, I think you know, quite, I got a couple of the words in there. Defo, mate. Defo. So that's this week's gloom. Agoo, what a fantastic game. Next week is up to me to 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 match that or even better it somehow. I'll tell you something, I have some ideas. <laughs> uh, that is going to be it then for this week's episode of The Sessions, Star Wars Sessions, episode 157. We're coming up to 160 soon. We're coming up to a new number. Uh, but the fun doesn't end there, my friend. Uh, no one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blarwalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us online on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Just search Star Wars Sessions and we will be there. Uh, drop us a voice note or a message to our email. Hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. Yes, if you want to support our show for free, like we said up top, you can do by leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, which now includes Spotify. Five stars, it helps the show grow, introduces new listeners to us, and it's another way for us to hear from more of each and every one of you each week. Yes, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell Aminga, tell your cousin. The more the merrier, the castle spicier. And whilst you're there, tell them Atut di Orgunda whilst you're at it. Yes. Yup, <laughs> <laughs> nub. Oh, mate, that is it. From Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is the podcast yeah. you're looking for. <laughs> you're so until next time. From well, me. There you go. I think yeah, maybe we nearly forgot. He nearly forgot that last time. <laughs> I did. I was, I was looking at Luke's face. I was like, "Oh, we've got the last bit." Yeah, oh. from me, see ya, and from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke, Luke, yeah, nub yub. Sorry, Easy. I like it. Yeah, that's it, mate. <laughs> Heroes.
You must learn the ways of the Force. I've got to get home. It's late. I'm in for it as it is. Tell that to Kanja Club.